0: <laughs> Welcome back to Giggle Boys. I am your host, Eli Halpern. And I'm Mike Eaton. And this is episode four.
1: Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. You should do a three they, and then a four. Just
0: keep going up. Yeah. Just I, add one. I like your kimono. We should, thanks man. I got it in Thailand for like three dollars. That's awesome. Did it come off of a ladyboy after you fucked them? Uh, it was
1: before. It was before? <laughs> we should do an episode 4.5. Yeah. Just to throw everyone off. Yeah, we could like interview a famous headliner or something. episode 4.5.
0: Just give them the the least amount of respect.
1: Yeah, 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 perfect. (laughs) Okay, I wanted to start off talking about a funny
0: text I got.
1: A scene behind the curtains.
0: From an unnamed person, about an unnamed person. Uh, It's a screenshot of this girl I know uh, of her Instagram profile. And it said, this girl one time walked into a party and said, who wants to have sex with me? And two guys got in a fight who called dibs while a third guy fucked her. And now she follows you and Gary and the podcast. (laughs) At a ghetto party in Irving, Texas. That's awesome. So that was hilarious. Yeah.
1: I. <laughs> I. Uh, uh... Okay, so. We can
0: move on from that. I just
1: had to. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. We're not moving on from that. We're not moving on from that because w- the unnamed person who sent that text message is me. <laughs> I think we were trying to keep that secret, but I was at a party, my buddy that I went to school with, this guy Ethan, Ethan was such an anomaly, his dad was an Olympic swimmer and was supposed to go to the Olympics the year we boycotted the Olympics, so his dad was like, um, the Olympics, and then no, because politics, so that's like, and then Ethan lives in like, rich white neighborhood, but it just so happens to include the Section 8 housing in their school, so there's also some gangsters, and Eli, I mean sorry, Ethan is a member of a, a gang called YTG. Which stands for Young Throed Gorillas. <laughs> yep. And they would fight, and we would go to like under 18 nightclubs where they had no alcohol, and we would just try and hit on girls and have parties. And we were out in Ranch View, and we go to an after party, and we're all drinking at this apartment and like just having a good time being unsupervised 17 year olds. And this girl walks into the party, and she opens the door, and she goes, Who wants to have sex with me? <laughs> <laughs> and these two dudes over here are like, me! And the other guy's like, no, me! I, and then he's like, I'll set it first. And they just start scrapping. Like, they're like punching each other over this <laughs> shit. I'm like, what? And then this other dude walks in and he's like, hey, baby. And then takes her upstairs. <laughs> so she goes up to fuck him while these two dudes are fighting. I'm like, no fucking way. That's crazy. <laughs> and I just remembered her name because, like, that's a crazy situation. And I'm looking at our podcast. I'm like, you know, let's get some more followers. Let's get some more people to listen to it. It's like, that's her? <laughs> like, there's no way it's the same one, but it's a unique name. And I looked at her profile. I was like, that's, that's her. That's the who wants to have sex. And I sent it to you. And I guess that upset her.
0: Oh, yeah. So then I laughed my ass off. Yeah, of course. It's I very funny. I took a funny. screenshot and then I sent it to her. Mm-hmm. And then she says, <laughs> I got right. Ray- Wait, let me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let me, let me read I'm the not conversation. I'm laughing at rape. I'm laughing at how you said it. Let she me, says, I got rape. Ri- Wait. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me fact check this. <laughs> let me read the conversation.
0: Then she says, I was sexually assaulted in high school by two of my best guy friends, so I handled the only way I knew how by becoming kind of slutty and taking my power back. I'm sure he remembers it differently than it actually happened, but I won't apologize. Been in therapy for years all about it. This shit isn't funny for me, but very triggering for my rape. Please don't then send things like this to me. Really disheartening. And I was like, oh, so now I'm the asshole? And then I was like, maybe you just like dick. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing also like. She's so, made a lot of people happy. But the thing, is, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the thing that And makes then I said, don't f- get upset, it's funny. And then she said, I'm glad you think it's funny. What are you
1: doing? <laughs> <laughs> she tried to get that shit. You want to hang out? <laughs> no, dude, that's what I don't get. Like, and I was like, no, because you have handled this in a way that is unsafe for me. That seems like
0: your type. (laughs) She's like, no, I'm very careful. Oh. And I was like, I know people who have came in you within a 12-hour period. And she's like, I get tested all the time. That's not being safe. That's just dealing with the problem after. That's like
1: saying, I don't get pregnant. I have abortions. You still got pregnant. I trust her. I trust (laughs) the girl. I don't get pregnant. I have abortions because she knows what to do. But like, what I don't get about that text message is she's like, it's very triggering to me to hear about me being a slut because that was how I took my power back. But like, I think that's like one of the most empowering things you can do as a lady in these modern ages. Like, yeah, it's my pussy. I choose who gets in and out of it. And if I want to go into a party and be like, who wants to fuck? Every guy at some point in their life has wished they could walk into a party and then have women fighting over the opportunity to fuck them. She went and did that, and then you tell her about it because it's funny, and she's like, that's very triggering of the time that I I didn't want that to happen. I see
0: where she's coming from because it's very triggering for me. Well, everyone's seen where
1: she's coming from. (laughs) That's kind of what this is about.
0: (laughs) Because I... I'm very triggered hearing about myself from a couple years ago. Oh, sure. Or even like yesterday. Yeah, Facebook's rude as hell. Just hey, eight years ago, remember when Facebook, you said
1: this? Like,
0: Facebook, <laughs> Yeah, Facebook memory's the worst. Oh, God. I'm so glad we didn't have like Instagram and
1: Snapchat back then. Because the shit I would have been posting. That's, that's why I love TikTok so much is because I know, had I been 15 with TikTok... I would have been making those videos like the guy that gets the pretends to get a phone call from his sister saying, Brother, he hit me. And then this, this little skinny red egg, dude, and he turns his hat around, and then he just goes, At the camera. <laughs> He's just like, I'm a, I'm strong at the camera. That's the whole thing. My TikTok. TikTok would have been
0: me throwing bricks through windows and letting off fire extinguishers. Oh, that sounds like fun.
1: We should make a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> we'll TikTok about it later. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I. I. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I get like her being upset and like I don't want to like burst her bubble and, and yeah, like, she's a really nice girl yeah and like that's the thing too is like I wasn't saying it like a negative yeah. thing about her it was just like what a small world that this girl I, that from a, a school of like a graduating class of like six hundred in a small fucking town in northwest Texas like that I would have happened to be at the same party the girl that doesn't follow me follows you our producer and the podcast. Yeah, you weren't coming from a place of disrespect. You are just like, no, oh, what a coincidence. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, my friend's come to her. And I'm like, that's so nuts. I can't believe. She's probably not going to follow the podcast anymore. <laughs> I, I, She's probably going to follow it even more. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to see who else I can fuck on that followers list. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Uh, sh- shout out to sluts. They're making the world a better place. I, uh, Yeah, cheers to them. Um. So cheers to you. Uh, so uh, last
0: night Kill Tony came back You did If you don't know what Kill Tony is It is the then number kill one yourself. live right. <laughs> podcast uh, It's a comedy show hosted by Tony Hinchcliffe It used to be in the comedy store They have a surprise guest every time on the panel And basically they, you, you get 60 seconds to do material And then they interview you And the goal is pretty much to roast you
1: And make you feel like shit Yeah it's just um, a super high stakes short term open mic is what it is. Cuz yeah. anybody can sign up. And also they built a culture of like encouraging people to do their very first time there. Which I So hate. you get everything from people like, you know, William Montgomery and David Lucas and people that are like good and become regulars and have like performed for a while to people that are like, "Well, I just like comedy and people at the office tell me I'm funny." <laughs> I like <laughs> that you try. call him William Montgomery good. Well, I mean, <laughs> all right. I mean, he's hilarious. He is, I think he's fucking
0: hilarious. I fucking love him. The, the thing is is he's the exact same in person. Yeah. Like he'll he'll just go on these rants of these stories that never happened, and then talk about it like he's uh, like talking about about a movie. He'll just be like, so yeah, I'm working at the La Quinta Inn, and then a freeze
1: frame, cue peg by a Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> <So like laughs> dude, that's a hundred. I, that's one of the things I probably missed. I said this to you the other day, and you looked at me like I was insane. It's like, dude, I kind of miss L.A. Like, I don't miss L.A. Now. I miss like I miss the old L.A. You remember, like, going down to the store on a Monday? You get there early. You sign up for Potluck. You sign up for Kill Tony. You walk down to Carney's. You get a fucking uh, Thai chicken wrap because it's the secret best thing on the menu. And then you get two ice cream sandwiches, three if you're me. And then and then you walk back and you just eat your ice cream sandwiches and you just hope to do comedy. And then you stay out till. Two or three a.m.? And then m. you don't. You, you don't, But it's fun. It's still fun. You watch other people, and you're like, fuck, I'm so much better than that person. Yeah. I should be up there. And they're like, I think I did good. And you're like, ah!
0: <laughs> so, yeah, to, uh, Kill Tony came back for the first time in 10 months. I was on it once before. My clip is on this channel, if you want to watch it. Uh, it's called Kill Tony. Yeah. And uh, Imagine that. And so, yeah, they they had been out since quarantine started. This was their first one back. It was in Austin at uh,
1: Antoine's. Antones. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I. (laughs) Just Antones. It was, that was nice though. We, uh, you did this thing that you always seem to, what I don't understand is that like, You have like just this like Star of David magnet in your body that just brings free things to you. (laughs) Like we go and we sign up at like six thirty, so we got an hour to wait. And we walk over to Speakeasy to get a drink, and you tell the girl behind the bar, "I want something fruity and feminine." (laughs) And then she looks at both of us and she's like, "Isn't that what he's gonna order?" (laughs) There's no way the fat guy with blonde hair is not getting that drink, and then you're like. Hey, can I have some of those Sour Patch Kids or whatever? She had a giant yeah, bag of candy. Yeah, she had a candy. big
0: two-pound bag of Sour Patch Kids that I
1: ate. She's like, it's it's my personal stash, but you can have some. And then she gives you Sour Patch Kids, and then you keep talking to her, and then she's like, well, part of this drink is flat, so it's free. And then she adds shit to it to make it good. You thoroughly enjoy the drink and pay zero dollars for it. That's the third time that's happened this week, too.
0: I went into Kava, that Mediterranean place, mm-hmm. which is delicious, and uh, I asked for uh, some grilled veggies, And they were like, oh, those won't be ready for 15 minutes. And I was like, that's cool. I'll just have them on the side when they're ready. Could I have them for free uh, since it's going to take that long? And he's he's just like, you can have the whole bowl for free. And I was like, what?
1: And he's like, yeah. And I was like, what? Uh, thanks, man. And I just walked away with the bowl. Dude, it's very small scale of what's just happening with like PPP loans. Like Joel Osteen definitely didn't need $4 million. But they're like, have it, Joel. <laughs> they're like, you definitely don't need a I don't free want veggie bowl. Yeah. And, well, this and then, and then the, I went to the
0: smoke <laughs> shop today. I got a puff bar. And uh, he, the guy was just like out of his mind, super friendly. He was like, yeah. what do we do? How's it do doing?" Do? And then uh, he was just like, "Yeah,
1: on the house. And I was just like, what? Dude, that smoke shop you went to, Happy Clouds, dude, shout out to them. They do a great fun. Even, like, all of their employees could be who you're talking about because all of them are just crazy happy. (laughs) They make me feel welcome. They enjoy what they're doing. So, yeah, the Kill Tony list, normally back in L.A., it's,
0: like, 20 pages deep. Yeah, at least. The place is packed with people trying to get on. This time, there was, what, like, maybe 15 people there? It was a one-page sign-up list. Uh, There were
1: three. There were three pages when we got there for sign-up. I only saw one. He said out. the final number was eighty people had signed up, he but said, I think also I think he was lying. I think also like a majority of those people were audience members that bought a ticket, signed up to try and do it, and then just sat inside to watch. Because there were a lot oh. of people. Because I got there at like six fifteen, and there were people that were outside. They'd sign their name up, and then they'd go inside. And then there was all those okay. comics that were like, "We're gonna spend thirty
0: dollars." Well, he said there me. was eighty people waiting outside in the cold. Yeah, the, there was like ten of us, and
1: it was like seventy. It was yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was fine it outside. Was nice, but, uh, yeah. I mean, it was it. Defi- I definitely missed the old band because there used to be so much banter. Oh yeah, so in the
0: band. So what? What was so the vibe was not right at this kill Tony. It was not at the store. Very small crowd. The band was not there. They had another band that was playing music, but they, they were good. They, they were good at music. Yeah. they did not say a word, and that's like half the fun, you know, like Jeremiah and Joel. And I forgot who the other guy is. And, um, uh, Jetski Johnson and Chroma Chris. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jetski Johnson replaced. So she, like, hopped on. Oh, yeah, but, yeah they're just... all fucking hilarious. Yeah. And they're all popping in and saying shit. And Tony and was really... And they all dress the... up
1: like shit. And they,
0: and they stay in character. Yeah. And they're, they're really
1: talented. They're so and, good. And Tony was the only one... Roasting people. Well, Red Band dropped in with a couple drops. Like, I remember someone said something about Judaism, and then he played, like, La Hava or something.
0: Yeah, he does the sound clips, yeah. but he's not really, like, a roast comic.
1: Yeah, I, that was one of the things, too, that I used to miss. Like, William Montgomery did it a little bit. He did a joke, uh, said something about black people, and then pointed to, the, like, the black guy in the band and was like, he told me to say it. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, the only band banter that happened the whole night was that guy being like, oh, I didn't do it.
0: But Yeah, so... We waited there for a while, and you were like, fuck this, I'm going home.
1: Well, dude, it got to the point, like, they called up a couple people I knew, and then they called up that guy that I... And everyone bombed. Yeah, I mean, like, no one was doing good, and, like, it it just felt like they were gonna call one or two more comics, and I was just like, it's probably not gonna be me, and I'm just gonna be standing out here, I'm done with my white claws, like, uh." I just remember the first time I went to Kill Tony with Malik Bazil,
0: I did that same thing, and we both got called after I left. So I was like, I'm not going to risk that again. Yeah. So I put down two names, as I always do, Octavius Thunder and Eli Halpern. Octavius Thund- Thunder started at the first Kill Tony. Uh-huh. That's where that came from. I just, I don't know why I chose that name, but uh, that was the one that got chosen. So I was like, th- that name's got some luck to it or something.
1: Octavius Thunder exactly describes your music taste. <laughs> like, like that name makes the most sense with what you listen yeah. to. So they call Octavius Thunder, Mm -hmm.
0: and I get up, I do my jokes, they do okay, like I said, the crowd was already pretty worn down, Uh, the interview went decent, I was really like, I don't know, I'm like high strung, I'm I'm just like ready to get my jokes out, and just ready to be funny and shit, Mm -hmm. and Tony commented a couple times, like, you got a lot of energy, like, uh, what's going on, you on drugs or something, and I was like, who, me, (laughs) (laughs)
1: I wouldn't do a drugs, I don't know. I
0: opened up like way too much about like who I was as a person, and then I end up getting like anxiety about it after. Yeah, that.
1: you call me afterwards, and you're like, "Where can I watch the video?" And I was like, "Well, it's not live anymore. It comes out a week later." And you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: dude, I I don't. The, the, the best roast was uh, I told him about, about the cricket bar protein I was working on, and he's like, "What? So you're making food out of crickets?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Well, I sure hear a lot of them in the audience." And I was like, "Yeah, that's that was a good one." Yeah, it's a good joke. Look at this. And
1: uh, thanks. Uh, Shout out to Aspen for uh, bringing me drinks. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. I can't read lips. I, uh, in a minute, yeah, that would be amazing. I have this thing. I think he wants to blow you. Where like, so that's the other thing. That's the other thing. That's why I was just about to say. Like, I have this thing when like I read people's lips. Ninety percent of the time, I get it wrong and very sexual. Yeah, like, you were a be bartender. Like, you'd be hey, blowing can everyone. Can you pass the Parmesan cheese? And I'm like you want me to suck your dick? Like, like, what? And they're like, Parmesan. And they're like, blowjob? Like, what? What are you, what? That's why we never went back to Olive Garden. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And but also what? just because it's just offensive that free breads, free unlimited breadsticks, that's mean. Yeah. That's just mean to do to someone like me. Of course <laughs> I'm going to have several bowls. Like, Let's see. And then and then Red Band kept
0: doing the cricket sound after I told jokes.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: it's like a five year old. When they find something funny, they just run it into the ground. <laughs> like, oh, it yeah. worked. And then someone someone j- tried to heckle me by yelling cocaine twice. That's pretty good. And after the second time, I was like, hey, shut the fuck up. I would have been like, do you have some? <laughs> <laughs> Share. And then um, Tony was like, wow, you're not getting mad at this. Guy for doing that, but you're getting mad at this guy for saying cocaine. I'm like, well, he said it twice. Like, if you're gonna heckle, like switch it
1: up. Be creative. Yeah. Heroin! <laughs> what if he like started getting really obscure? Just started yelling out designer drugs. 2 <laughs> CH! <laughs> <Like>, what? <laughs> what well, is Austin?
0: A place where despite all the beauty, people still want to do horse tranquilizers.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, I've heard on the scene out now what's very popular is drinking GHB. And people in Austin, like I've d- heard at several clubs where people will be like, hey, do you want to drink? Like, no, I'm on GHB. I can't drink. It's like, all right, so you took a drug to go to bars that you can't drink on. And the penalty, if you do f- succumb to peer pressure, is you'd get near day raped. Near yeah, death. Yeah, you just go complete blackout. You puke and pass out and you can't talk. I've never done it
0: intentionally. I have, and I overdosed. Well, good, <laughs> good.
1: That would and be. And no one co- even raped me. The the was a fucking ripoff. It's a complete ripoff. <laughs> That's how I felt <laughs> when I got roofied. I, like I remember distinctly the first thought I had after waking up in the ambulance was like, "Man, someone really raced those drugs." Well, all the people <laughs> like I was <laughs> was the wrong target.
0: for All the sure. people that I know that do GHB do it because they don't want to. They want to be healthy by not doing alcohol. Because God. GHB is like a natural chemical in your release in your brain. Georgia
1: homeboy. <laughs> Who comes up with these? I don't know, man. I used to Google nicknames for drugs when I was younger to try and be cool. But then, like, the first time you're like, hey, let me get some of that jazz cabbage. Your drug dealer's like, hey, man, fuck you. Are you hey, a you're, cop? You're, like, you're, <laughs> <laughs> like, did you say jazz cabbage? Like, you're 16 <laughs> But Like, why are you talking about, like, Prohibition-era weed? What is? <laughs> what are you ordering? Hey, get out of my car, Duke Ellington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I had one of the best dinners of my entire life tonight. It's one of the greatest things about being married to Brittany is that she works at Uchiko, which is, like, the best sushi restaurant in the world. But at the end of our meal, uh, the chef, I, I hang out with one of their chefs a little bit, and he brought us, like, a special treat. It was 72-hour sous vide Wagyu short rib. And then they finish it on the grill, and then they put Gruyere foam and shaved black truffles on top. Like, after can I put I ask, that in my mouth, you could have kicked me full on in the nuts, and I would have smiled. i am like, this is fine. I would have been like, this is going to hurt after yeah, I'm like, swallowing. like, whatever. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> can I ask how much that meal cost? I have no idea. I have no idea whatsoever. I didn't have to pay for it. My mom was taking someone to business dinner and was like, hey, Mike, you're entertaining. Come entertain us at dinner. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, doing that. The worst part, though, is after I eat this. Fu- it's called Toro So after I eat this piece, it was gone. My mom goes. That's always the worst. I part remember that face. When you were fourteen, you were at church camp and you were running and you poked your eye on a stick and had a corneal abrasion and we took you to the hospital. I remember they gave you a shot of morphine and you made that same face. <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, cool, mom." <laughs> well, there is a, a chemical in
0: cheese called casein that's supposed to activate opioid receptors.
1: I'm in. <laughs> that, that is the opioid crisis I'm in for. Like, <laughs> it started in Wisconsin. <laughs> I'd, I'd smoke a cheese curd. I would put like a cheese. Oh man, I went to Hold Out Brewing the other day. They do poutine there. I don't know when the last time you had poutine was, but Never. it's been too long. Never? No. You know what that is. Fries, gravy, cheese curds. <laughs> oh, poor people food. Canadian joy. It's like the third best thing they made after Justin Bieber and Ryan Reynolds. Do you
0: know how much the Canadian dollar is worth? They're poor.
1: That's fine. It makes all the scholastic book prices look fancy. This book's 1995, but 30 in Canada? I'm rich.
0: (laughs) Whose joke was that? Canada. Free healthcare. Expensive books. Or something like that.
1: Well, a, if that was someone's joke, they should quit it was, comedy. Because no, 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 no. That's, that's truly. It was, awful. it was. It was like. It was like Dimitri Martin or something. <laughs> he's funny. Dimitri Martin is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he is. He. That, that's like almost like a different kind of comedy that I feel like what I'm even trying to do. Oh, he's, absolutely. He's so smart, and just like every word is good. And then I guess what I'm doing is bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I want to tell stories. You're just you trying t- to polish a turd. I'm. I think really, like, my whole goal when I get on stage is to just have the same kind of one-sided conversation I have with people when I've done too much cocaine and we're alone in the bathroom. You know, when I'm, like, telling that really funny story and everyone's like, I fucking love that. That's the energy I'm going for on stage.
0: The energy I'm going for is when I'm on a date with a really boring girl and I got to carry the conversation.
1: So, so it's just... kind of similar. <laughs> I, I can't because I know how little you care for social norms and like politeness. So I would love to see like what happens when you're like, all right, this bitch is boring. I got to spice things up. I do comedy. Do you just like pull out your flamethrower and I do com- I literally do comedy. I start doing bits. That's awesome. <laughs> She's like, how come my mom says I'm cute but only fucks all my friends? She's like, what? <laughs> no, do I don't I don't I don't do one-liners. That would be hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
0: For sure.
1: she, she'd be like, I'm so what Jewish, you... I have a mullet, so I don't have to trim my
0: neck. And she's like, <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, I did that, that at Kill Tony. And they really hammered on that. They were, like, like, really trying to interrogate my Judaism. And I was like, oh, I don't want
1: to get into this. Well, yeah, because you look like if if Hitler saw you, he'd be like, I got to rethink this whole thing. I don't want to get into <laughs> they this They can come out like that. That looks pretty Aryan. Like...
0: Yeah, no, my, my whole thing was I was saying that I, I got to... The Jew card is like my victim role, because I'm like a tall, in-shape white dude. I need something to be like, well, my fucking ancestors died in the Holocaust.
1: They didn't. You guys you don't weren't. know that. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you got your 23 to me, it would just say banks all the way back. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's no way you guys were suffering at any point. <laughs> the last time us. your ancestors suffered was building the pyramids, like for sure.
0: Uh, so you were saying my ancestors are aliens? Yeah. That would be also... Kind that would make a lot of sense. Oh. When, I was in, <laughs> when I was in kindergarten, I used to tell everyone I was a Martian because I really wanted to be an alien. Mm-hmm. And my teacher wrote my mom home saying, like, I'm really worried about your kid. He thinks he's an alien.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't know how you'd handle that as a teacher. My teachers uh, were upset because I started signing my names on all my assignments as different team members from Backyard Football, the computer game. <laughs>
0: Pablo Sanchez? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> There was one that was like something her name was like Star Moon. And I just thought like that's a cool name. And I think I put Star Moon on like several papers and the teacher would be like, hey, who's Star? <laughs> I'm like, that's me. I'm like, no, you're Mike. I'm like, oh I'm Star Moon. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> uh Dude, I was thinking about this the other day. Your kimono reminds me of this because you wore that the first time you performed. Do you remember the Shanghai room? Yeah. In Huntington Beach. So after, like, all the COVID stuff started happening, Orange County became, like, a like a national, like, source of attention because they were super anti-mask. Yeah, HB became, like, Trump town. Yeah, and, well, and they, they always have been. They've always been very conservative. Didn't, yeah, and, I didn't know, nobody,
0: like, knew that. Well, it's because right. they
1: have, like, the people there are either rich and have money, so they want to have, like, their money protected by Republicans, or they're, like, that kind of, like... The beach white trash where they think they're like a temporary displaced millionaire. So like, well, I'll be rich soon. And that's when Trump's going to look out for me. But that sh- they don't talk like that at all. Uh, some of them do. Do you? There was that guy. <laughs> There's no Southern. Accent there was a hundred percent. There was a hundred percent. There was a guy who was an Asian guy and an he, Asian guy with a he was Southern an Asian accent guy with a Southern California. Accent. I swear on my fucking life. I swear on my fucking life. There was a, his name was Bill. <laughs> no, no 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 no, no right. no, his friend was Bill. He came in with a guy whose name on his license was Bill Clinton. <laughs> and Bill Clinton set the record for the breathalyzer in the bar. And one night like he put a straw in there and blew it and it blew a 0.38. And then he just kept talking to people and they took his keys and then someone got in an argument at the bar and then they're looking around, they're like, Where's Bill? And he's driving away. <laughs> they're like, How did Bill get his keys? They're like, We don't know. Bill snuck behind the bar, he's he Asian, took his he keys figured and figured something away. out. No, but there was the Asian guy. I don't believe show, any of this. He would show up at <laughs> He would show up at every fucking comedy night and he would sing karaoke afterwards. And he would sing nothing but like nineties country, and he was an Asian dude. I probably met him You definitely met him
0: Wait you remember when that lady came up to me This is the best time I've ever been Or the only time I've ever been recognized for doing comedy She comes up to me and she's like Hey fetus fucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like what She's like you're the fetus fucker guy right <laughs> I was like what are you talking about She's like you did comedy here last week <laughs> And I was like oh Yeah <laughs> I'm the fetus fucker guy. <laughs> I think she follows me on Instagram still, dude. That she's a teacher. Yeah, she's the first grade teacher. She was. And she was and she blacked gets blacked out wrecked
1: every night, every Tuesday. Every every like elementary school teacher I know is a terrible person, dude. Elementary teachers and paramedics, they get <laughs> fucked up, dude. Like. <laughs> I had met so I, when I was in that twelve step program, one of my buddies used to talk about these two paramedic chicks that he just like would bang and give drugs to, and they would just steal copious amounts of pills and like that. And they were like, "That's what we do. That's what paramedics do." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." Now that's all of you in my head. <laughs> I, I have a
0: paramedic friend who matches up to that description. <laughs> yeah,
1: I bet a lot of. I think that's probably why. Like, Last time were, I
0: saw him, he had a, a saline bag and was just IVing people the next morning. What a hero! Which apparently is. Super illegal to do off the job. Who cares?
1: But he uh, was... <laughs> brought me back to life, man. Yeah, exactly. That's why, like, insider trading is good. But... <laughs> <laughs> but so I was thinking about Huntington Beach because that's... And I realized this is something we have in common. We're both technically ordained ministers. What does that have to do
0: with Huntington Beach?
1: I got ordained because at Huntington... We, I ran that show, and it was every Tuesday. And there was that couple that would sit in the front row right in front of that blackout drunk teacher... And they would like start at the beginning of the show and they would start making out at some point during the show. Like every fucking show. These two would just be making out in the front row and like comics half the time be like, hey, y'all want to go just fuck back there? Like, what are you, what are you doing? So one time we we found out they were both married and were cheating on their spouse with each other. So this was like their weekly like oh sneaky yeah. fuck. They were like, hey, we're going to go to the Shanghai room and go make out and watch comedy. How romantic. So I was like. What I'll do is, I'll get ordained as a minister. I'll pretend to marry them at the show, and then I'll be like, surprise, it's real. I'm a minister. Wait, I want to talk about the time my dad. <laughs> that's a great story. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> well, let me jump back. Wait, into this. I have to
1: talk about me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I started a fucking podcast. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I do comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing more <laughs> i right, talking your about. Your turn to, me. to
1: talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, the, the, one of the times at the Shanghai room. I had my dad and uncle come out, and you bring me up <laughs> calling my dad gay.
1: I'm the fucking worst person ever. You told me, like, I thought you were like just being serious. Thank you. I, no, thought, you, I thought you were like being like, hey, this is funny. I think my dad might be gay. I didn't realize it is funny. you thought your dad was actually gay, and it wasn't oh, like I something did. you
0: talked about. No, yeah, I really think. Yeah, he's so gay. it's the
1: first time your dad has ever seen comedy, and I'm like. Up next... me, me do comedy live. Yeah, ever, your first time your dad's ever seen you do comedy, and I bring you up, and I'm like, I'm going to have the next stage is one of my best friends. He also thinks his dad's gay. Give it up for Eli Halper. <laughs> and that's when he has to get on stage to do his dad, just like...
0: And then I, I, like, didn't know what material to do, so I just started talking about how I smoked a bunch of crack. <laughs> and then my dad and my uncle came. And then afterwards, my uncle's like, Eli, you're so talented. <laughs> I was like, that was not... Like yeah, but not then. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, so I've I've thought my dad was gay for a long time. Yeah, he, he majored in musical theater in college. <laughs> yep, he d- he like was on Broadway. He did yeah. plays. Um, he hasn't fucked a woman that I know of since my parents had gotten divorced in two thousand eight. So he came to a lady once, and you're here
1: twice. I have a brother. Oh yeah. So <laughs> he probably named him. He's like, this one's Ela. This one's Jake. <laughs> So That's my two lady comes Pump and dump. If I have to do a third, it's a
0: daughter. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like women. He doesn't like kids. He divorced my mom and sent me to boarding school.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I need time to fuck dudes. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so he moved to Panama, which is dope. He, he's, yeah. just, he's just living like, just being single, just like. Just trying to get in some men's finally, Panama
1: canals. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I'm finally done with you. If that fucking. Or wife? Yeah, I'm just. I'm trying I to think, get some cane I think my mom. Canal. I think my mom just turned him like against women for good. He's yeah. like, I would never want to deal with that shit again. But uh he always, like, I'll send him videos of me playing music and stuff because he's, he's a really good musician, and we talk on WhatsApp all the time. And he messaged me the other day, and he sends me a video, and he's like, "Hey, I busted out the the old harmonica today at the." at the community drum circle or something i'm like wait what what is this so i play the video and he's jamming on his uh harmonica next to his dog and i'm like oh this is cool and i hear like a drum beat in the background the camera pans over and there's this like old white woman that looks like like 70 80 That looks like she's being held against but held there against her will (coughs) and she's like pounding on the drums And i'm like this is fucking funny yeah and it pans over more another old white woman. Yeah. And then another, literally, it's my dad and seven elderly white women <laughs> banging on drums. And it's just my dad playing the harmonica. <laughs> it was the funniest shit I've ever seen.
1: What did he play? Is he just jamming?
0: I don't know. Room to move? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just like...
0: That one's for the uh, harmonica guys.
1: Yeah. It's there's none dog. of those besides your dad. <laughs> That's your dad's dog. I play the harmonica. Pretty good at it. Yeah, you got those blowing skills from your father. I get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, know, I like I doing know. this with them here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The, the audience makes it better, yeah, I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to have a joke. Uh, not a, I just found out my dad's gay, but not only that, both my dads are
1: gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think uh, I saw that one on the internet in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about how you're fat. Yeah, no. I, I
0: Anyone can do that who's fat. Yeah, which I, is eighty percent of America.
1: I know. I was. Your jokes
0: about this. are eighty percent of Americans' <laughs> jokes.
1: That's why I'm so good and relatable. Because <laughs> they're like, yeah.
0: Well, that's we why I'm it. so original.
1: Yeah. well, Okay. <laughs> no, you you are very original. I'll give you that. You know,
0: how people say like, you're not alone when you have like problems or whatever. That's uh, the offensive to me because I want to be alone in my problems. I want my problems to be better than everyone's.
1: That's the whitest sentence on the... Like, like ever. <laughs> like, like, there's there's no way anyone else would ever say that.
0: Like, if I was born with a spine of boners?
1: The, I love those, like, would you rather questions, Where it's like, would you rather have, like, shrimp for teeth or dicks for nipples? Dicks for nipples. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, would you rather... Uh, you can only listen to one song ever again, or you can yeah. only watch one movie.
0: Uh, oh, one movie. One movie I, I need music more movies. Yeah. I can't even get through a movie anymore. I have too much ADHD or just thinking about other shit.
1: Dude, I've missed, like, when I could read a book. Like, when I was a kid, like, I could sit down with a book and be, like, thoroughly entertained by a book. And now, like, if I sit... This is how you spread COVID, is one puff bar at a time, passed between men. That's, that's We're doing it. Also, I got to remember the cameras up here because I keep looking at myself because that's my favorite thing to look at, and it's not good for y'all, the audience, not the people standing behind the camera.
0: <laughs> Let's just look at them the whole time.
1: No, that's too meta. <laughs> uh, why did you get ordained? I know why I did. It's funny. I don't remember why. I just found out that you
0: could, mm. and I was like, I got to do that. My, my friend Jacob Gray did it, mm. and he was like, it's 25 bucks on universallifemonastery.com. <laughs> so immediately I did that, and then I bought a priest outfit. That's good. And th- that's how I met Tasha Rain, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, I dude, I always forget about that because, what? like, Tasha Rain's a porn star that Eli knows, and have you been in there? You've been in there. So – Once, it was the worst sexual experience of my life. Which is so weird. She's professional. How do you, how can you be that bad at your job? But we were driving Ron Jeremy. She needed a director. We were driving Ron Jeremy to porn. Who we
0: do not support. He's a fucking rapist. Yeah. And he promoted my podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I no, had to, no, no. He said, <laughs> hey, listen to Catsburgs." All right. <laughs> he was like, it's funny. Yeah.
0: And he fell asleep like four times. In the, Dude. That- and then me and you just carried the rest of the podcast.
1: So I just don't remember. That was, like, one of my first experiences in L.A. is my manager fucking texts me and says, hey, Ron Jeremy needs a ride to work. Are any of you available? It pays $50. And I was like, it pays? Like, (laughs) like I'll drive him to... Oh, Dante. Yeah.
0: Dante. This guy posts, like, paragraphs a day, multiple paragraphs a day, on how black lives matter and racism is bad and how he's a civil rights activist and... Or equal rights activists, whatever the term is today. I think it's equal rights now. Something civil rights is just like
1: I want everyone to have rights. Yeah, I think no less. Rights.
0: Civil rights was when they didn't have rights. Yeah, now it's equal rights. So okay. Anyways, he's just super in your fucking jamming. He, radically black people progressive are and awesome. Loud. Down your throat. And I was with uh, I was with my buddy Brandon Alt and Gary. Shout out to B Alt in uh, in Colorado <laughs> Springs, and. uh <laughs> And I'm like, you guys remember the amazing racist with Ari Shafir? Yeah. How fucking like, that was so fucked up. Yeah. Let's put that on. So we put on the free boat rides to Africa video, and they're literally going up to black people like saying like, hey, do you want a free boat ride back to Africa? Like, and Dante is in the back of the video holding up buckets of fried chicken, <laughs> watermelons, basketballs, Fuck. and I'm just like, that's fucking Dante. Which is insane because... His I
1: really want to put him on blast, well, is I guess that, I like, am
0: now. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I want to, like, so, tag him on Facebook. All 86 of you, you now know. No, like, what's so crazy to me is, like, one of his biggest credits is that Richard Pryor's last work while he was alive was an episode of Dante's sitcom. So, like, Dante is... Like, he made his name in comedy on doing Black Rooms. So to do something like that tasteless is just hilariously dumb. Well, I think just the fact that he is just being so
0: anti what he used to be is annoying. I, I
1: think that a lot of people are that way though. Like I feel like the people that are the most adamant about anything are the ones that have something to hide. That's why I'm pro child porn because I <laughs> don't watch it and I never did. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, man. Man.
0: I'm just kidding. I promised myself I was gonna stop making those jokes.
1: No, I know. I know. And I've been
0: hanging out with Gary's son, and he's <laughs> okay. That sounds weird.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, but he's
0: he's like a great kid, and he's like totally changed my mind. Like I kind of want a kid now, and I like don't think I don't want to murder children anymore.
1: Are you make artisanal child porn with your own kid? Like, <laughs> like I want one for the income source. <laughs> Listen, none, of, no more of that. I said it once. We're not going down that rabbit hole. It's a very small rabbit hole. <laughs> I would call it a bunny hole. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this is making me hungry for pizza. Uh, dude, I, I don't think I can eat again for like several hours. I'm so full. Pizzagate? I'm, I, I never you
0: got too much into Pizza Gate. Oh, don't. I cried last time. When Why? I you think it's it. real? I, I know it's real. No. no. There's mountains of evidence.
1: I thought that they like went and looked at the pizza place and then the pizza place was like, yeah, we don't have a no, basement. No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> Listen. Like there's
1: no kids to fuck in a basement. I've, there's no basement.
0: I've been over this a lot on my own podcast that people are probably sick of hearing about it and I'm sick of thinking about it. But Pizzagate, the story of Pizzagate was that there's a child sex ring in D.C. That's it. The media turned it into there's a child sex ring in a pizza place
1: pizza gate which was easy to debunk cuz that's not true so the pizza terminology was like the child porn terminologies in between like the sex trafficking terminology and then it got all related to the yeah, actual Yeah cuz the comet guy who owns or whatever
0: the guy who owns Comet Ping Pong pizza James Alifantes is a huge pedophile mm. and if you do any type of like, googling like it's, it's
1: very tall clear. or like a lot of kids which how huge of a pedophile are we talking shut like up six- <laughs>
0: Like, this one guy did a bunch of research, and then the guy ended up threatening him and his family and, like, mm-hmm. sending him pictures of his girlfriend and his mom, and, and he's listed as one of the most powerful men in D.C., and all he does is own a pizza shop.
1: Dude, I would love someday to just, like, open up my mail and just get, like, Polaroid photos of my loved ones. If you're like doing an this podcast, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Dude, I still remember, like, one of the most thrilling sets I ever did was right after I got all those death threats for making fun of Kobe. Oh, yeah. Because L.A. took it so, so seriously. Someone said they were going
0: to come and shoot you Dude, at the bunker.
1: Someone called the bunker. So the fucking owner of the bunker was in Hawaii on vacation. And I get a call from him at, like, a random time. He's like, hey, Mike, do you have time to talk? I'm like, yeah. And he's like... Last night we got a voicemail on the bunker saying that if we let you perform, they're gonna come shoot you. I wanted to let you know. And I was like, oh, so I'm off the show. And he's like, nah, man, you can come. <laughs> they wouldn't call and say they're gonna shoot you if they were gonna shoot you. And I was yeah, like, And
0: you're and you're a big fucking target. They're not gonna miss. Yeah. No so, one else is in yeah, danger. Yeah,
1: so like I was thinking that and I was like, you know, it'll be fine. And then I told my roommate and his girlfriend to come. I was like, hey, why don't you guys come to the show? Because he has a gun. So I was like, hey, why don't you come to the show and you can also be security? But I remember getting up to do that show and like before every show. I have those like pre-show nerves where you're like looking through your set list, like what jokes are funny, and then I remember thinking like, what if this is my last set? What if I bomb (laughs) and then get shot? Like, what if I go up there and do my jokes and it falls on deaf ears and then someone shoots me? Like, that's what a nightmare. What if you bomb and get bombed? That's fine. They all die. It kills the evidence. Nashville, Tennessee. White suicide bomber, and that they're was like, so not even cool. talking about it. <laughs> it was cool? Yeah, dude. Because he warned people? I I, I don't know, yes. It was I, cool that he warned people. I need to hear people. the manifesto. I need to know the reasoning. Because I, I, yeah, I need to know so it's bad. It's insane to me that you would suicide bomb in an RV with that much explosives to take out telecom in a specific region of Tennessee by blowing yourself up in front of AT&T, but that you wouldn't, and that you would have an announcement come on, like, warning, the shit's about to blow up. Don't be close, you'll die. Like, he yeah, intentionally like made Yeah, he just wanted sure... to
0: make an impact without actually hurting anyone?
1: Yeah, quite fuck.
0: So, I, I, if you guys don't know, uh, uh, there was an RV. There, police responded to a shooting, which I'm guessing this guy fired a few rounds off to get people to call the cops. Uh, there was a suspicious RV that was... Uh, had some speakers in it that was saying, like, in, in the, a computer voice. It wasn't a, a person's voice. I was saying...
1: Suck my dick.
0: E- evacuate. <laughs> There's a bomb. Evacuate. If you can hear this message, there is a bomb. Evacuate the area. And it was doing that for 15 minutes.
1: We should make that a ringtone. Boom. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: a good ringtone. Yeah, it'd be a good ringtone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and they think they found the guy. Because when they said they, they said, do. They, they know said they no one found died. The guy. Three people got uh, injured and were not in critical condition.
1: And But there were definite, like, carbon-based remains. Not three? definite. They said that they were... No, they said they, they, they not they they were human, mi- but they, they knew that it was like some kind of living thing.
0: No, they said there might be carbon remains. They said there might be human remains. Yeah, no, I know the story. They said there might be human remains. I
1: have terrible vision. And then this it turned so out hard.
0: that... Well, it didn't turn out. They said that the guy was in the car at the time. But was the guy alive at the time? Did someone kill him and plant him there? to distract from some other shit going on. That's so, what I think that might be happening. And it canceled out. Nobody could call 911. No one could use their phones that had AT&T. And, That's what um, I'm
1: saying. I think it was like... I think they did it could have been a cover-up for another heist. heist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just watched Logan Lucky not that long ago. Great fucking movie. But they, they pull off a bank heist in like NASCAR shit. But... There's like a like a distraction so they can pull off the heist, and that's when I saw the Nashville bombing. I was like, oh, they definitely blew this up so they could rob banks in the area where it knocked out cell communication. That makes the most sense to me, and it's or or something. If you rob like ten small credit unions in rural Tennessee, like you could get 250k from each of those. You have two and a half million dollars, and you just have to blow up a bomb in Nashville.
0: I hear the average bank robbery is 10k.
1: 10k, okay. That's why they don't hire I security guards. That's why, hire that's why they hire the greeters.
0: That's why they hire the greet. It is, but that's why they hire the greeters because they b- get paid the same as tellers. And the, you know, you ever walk into a Tom Segura has a bit about it. The guy yeah, who's and, just in the lobby for no reason.
1: Yeah, and he's just like, hey,
0: how's it going? They're supposed to like disarm you, so you they're friendly, so that you'll change your mind if you want to rob the place. Because it's more expensive
1: to get an armed security guard than it is to get robbed. Every time I see a like a. a armored truck with guys picking up like a cash from somewhere, I always think I bet I could beat him up.
0: Like, it's <laughs> every time I see... I want to rob him! Every time I see a bank teller at the front welcoming me, I'm like, I want to rob this place. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there was a, made there me do was a social guy,
0: interactions. I want to murder you. <laughs> there was a guy in Hollywood uh, earlier this year when I still lived there that was walking out of like an auto zone with a bag of cash in an armored truck and I was like, he's got money! Let's get him! <laughs> and he looked over and I was like... <laughs> and I was just like, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> he did not think that was funny.
1: Obviously. He did yeah. not
0: find that funny yeah, at all. Yeah, his
1: worst fear, probably not a laughing matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what he signed up for. Yeah. How do I sign up for that job though? Because I like I'll carry cash. I don't give a shit. I won't steal that much. I don't know, man. Go apply online. I that guy looked Like he was not as smart as you. It's weird. I've been applying for jobs because of the pandemic and you have to have money to live apparently. And I've been applying for jobs and it keeps coming back on my background check that I have a felony (laughs) for possession of a controlled substance. And I'm like, you guys, it's just weed. And they're like, it's Texas. That's not a felony. I'm like, No, it was literally, I bought it with a debit card. It was a a wax pen I bought in California, and then Dripping Springs... I think I talked about this on here already, but... Yeah, yeah, we went through the whole story. Yeah. It uh, It was a good story. Fuck the police. (laughs) Uh, Someone was... Not white enough. I know. uh, Someone was explaining to me the other day that, like, defunding the police, most police are on the side of it. Like, most actual law enforcement officers are on the side of it because Gary, what do you think about that? isn't taking all the money away from the police. It's reallocating funds so that police can just do police stuff and not have to do all the other like bullshit. training and shit like that? Yeah, like Newark just released a study today that they had increased a de-escalation process in Newark, and because of that, there were not a single shot fired in 2020 by the Newark PD. That's awesome. I feel like the Newark PD used to just shoot guns for fun. It's Newark, New Jersey. That's a shithole. Yeah. Like they shoot everyone there on site. So like. Well. Look at that. Look at that. Something I said can be Googled. That's a first. We should <laughs> sell we should celebrate that on the show. Fair enough, fair enough. I said something and I was right. Well, let's see. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
0: Gary, can you do a quick skim of that article? I can't read that from here.
1: Yeah, it's got letters. Is Attorney General Gilbert Grimmel rolls out of de-escalation that program. That is his <laughs> you pronounce that right. <laughs> Ah, that puts strict limits on how police interact with citizens. The state's largest city becomes an example in 2020 of how the rules could be a success. Public Safety Director Anthony F. Ambrose said on December 30th that thanks to his department's de-escalation program, no Newark police officer fired a shot during 2020. This is proof positive that our de-escalation training is highly effective. Our officers have embraced de-escalation training and are actively employing this resource when engaging with the community. Ambrose said in a statement, our training also plays a huge role in Newark having zero violence during this year's protests of the murder of George Floyd. Community and police work together to ensure that the non-Newark residents who came here to protest didn't initiate any violence in our city. It's fucking great. So they they're doing oh so they're liars. (laughs) That's what I literally just said. (laughs) Wait, who's lying about what? I don't get it.
0: They're lying about not firing any shots.
1: (laughs) I mean, do you think they just used all the de-escalation funding money to buy silencers? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. We We didn't fire a single shot. No one heard it. (laughs) Didn't happen. Do you know you can tape... If there's one thing I don't trust, it's the police.
0: Yeah? If my house is getting robbed by the Bloods, I would call the Crips. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it seems like a more effective way. But also, did you know that Crips is C-R-I-P-S? That's how it's spelled? Yes. Well, I didn't. And so for a long time, I've been spelling it (laughs) (laughs) C-R-Y-P-T-S. Like the Crypt Keeper. I was like, they're the Crips. They're pretty cool. You know what (laughs) Crip... Stands for? Cripple?
0: Community restoration in progress. Really? Yeah, look up the history of the Crips, Charlie. There's no... What does blood stand for? Murder.
1: (laughs) Big lots of organizational development.
0: (laughs) So uh, we're pro-Crip, although we're we're both wearing red.
1: Yeah, I know, but only on the left side. Yeah, that's the (laughs) Crip side. (laughs) Dude, I wonder how much crossover there is between the gay handkerchief community and gang members. Someone has to have done a joke about this by now, but there's a whole thing in the gay community about wearing different colored handkerchiefs to symbolize I what didn't you're about into. This. Yeah, dude, I wish so much... Before. You have to be gay. I No, it's so insane. I don't get why I'm not. Like, I, like I keep trying. but <laughs> No, I...
0: Th- well, you did try to marry me. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wait, did I?
0: Your wife is very similar to me. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was just agreeing that I probably tried to marry you <laughs> with drunk. I was like, hey, let's get married It'll be funny. Like... <laughs> You don't have health insurance, or I would. Yeah, 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 she does. So, you know, community revolution. pretty good. Community revolution in progress. Yeah, yeah so we're it. just looking at community. Re- but still, that's pretty cool. So that's why Snoop is big into that. He likes community restoration. No, it's just where he grew revolution. up. Revolution. <laughs> you just join the gang on the, your block. Yeah, that's why I'm Methodist. <laughs> right? Family. Yeah. Family? They don't have to, like, beat you in? Yes. So, yeah, they do. Oh. Your that's family didn't it. beat you? Not like that. Just verbally. Like you'll never amount to anything. We're well, beating. That's why you you're so entitled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at you now. I know. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> like, <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. That sucks. That does suck. I. I really wish that I would get to watch my funeral. I wish my dad beat me more. Yeah. I if I have a kid, I'm gonna beat him to greatness. <laughs> Jackson style. You know DeRay Davis. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. He doesn't come up that
0: much. But he, he had an Instagram post of a picture of him next to a kid that looks like him. And he's like, just found out I have a kid. I'm going to stay out of his life because the struggle will make him a stronger person.
1: <laughs> I've always said that, like, if you wanted to make the greatest, like, performance artist of all time, you just have, like, the worst possible parents. Just beat that into him. Like, you have two parents that are good performing artists and then just neglect the shit out of their child. That's what happened with Michael Jackson. Yeah. And all of the Jacksons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the recipe. Like, if you want to make another Freddie Mercury, like, we need another one eventually. He's Pakistani. I don't think I did know that. It was in the movie, too. I didn't watch the movie. I don't like... Oh, it was a great movie. I just I like I don't care for Bohemian Rhapsody as a song. Oh, I understand he's very talented, weird. but like every time that song comes on, I just want to punch whatever white girl with glasses starts singing along. Yeah, I can see how white girls could ruin that for you. I, they ruin everything. But I married one because they're the <laughs> best. <laughs> um, but, I you, we were, we were talking about this. You were the like gonna be the only person at my wedding if you had been able to catch a flight. Yeah. Well, I was
0: able to. I just I had a lot of shit to do that day. It, it was Very a sneaky wedding
1: because we were. Yeah, and you, I was going to be the ordained minister. And I was like, fuck, can you wait literally two days? You're like, nope. Oh, oh, the woman that did marry us' name was Nature, though. So that's pretty cool. And her husband was Obama's photographer. So we got some pretty cool pictures. But it was, it was we were the first wedding. Oh, are they going to reveal that
0: that Britney's actually a man?
1: Yeah. That'd be cool. She's my uh, Michelle Obama. Uh, have you heard all those conspiracy Spice theories? Michelle yeah, dude, Michelle that, Obama's actually a tranny. Like, yeah, dude, oh it's fuck, so man. crazy to me that like everybody's like, yeah, People Michelle Obama, it. mother of Sasha and Malia, she's a dude. Like, <laughs> I'm like because she has strong arms, and then I've seen all the photoshops where they give her like a hefty Adams apple and they're like, "See, that's uh. This is her in 1968 and she's just like a fucking buff dude with a shaved head. All of the pictures are always, it's just like Barack Obama in like a stereotypical Kenyan place and then just Michelle Obama just <laughs> ripped out of her fucking mind. It's like, this is where they used to
0: be. Or that one where Obama's wearing a turban and, and it has a beard. Also- and making
1: him look like Osama. How cool and progressive would it be if she was? And we were all just like, yeah, we already had our first man. He was our first lady. <laughs> like That would just give each side more ammo. <laughs> I, dude, I, I don't think either side... Uh, <laughs> just pulling <laughs> <laughs> up the Adam's apple. I don't know, man. That's <laughs> so stupid. Oh, fuck. Well... How much time are we at? Yeah, I think we're pretty much good.
0: Uh, 52 minutes. Yeah, Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. That was fun. You got anything else? Uh follow Giggle Boys podcast on Instagram. Subscribe to this. Uh
1: Faust Media. Faust Media. Give us attention and shit. So Dad's we get money. Someday. He has nipples. He keeps showing them, You can follow him if you want to see nipples. Uh yeah. You guys probably couldn't see that he was showing us his nipples, and you also don't know who that is, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Soon, to come. We're gonna, Soon to come. We're gonna get him on Caspergers. Yeah. Well, outside of you saying that you are pro-child porn, I think this went really well. I think that was the best part. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you in a couple days. Next time.